you are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2022 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. Father in heaven, thank you so much that we can be here together. Lord, you have said that one will chase a thousand, but two will put 10,000 to flight. We are asking for a a communal visitation of your Holy Spirit, that you would teach us, that you'd stand by our sides, abide with us, teach us, help us to have hope. Hope in our habits, hope in our hindrances, hope in our heartaches, and hope for heaven, because it is hope that is the foundation of growth. Thank you that you are the God of hope. We thank you that we can press together to gain strength and courage for the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're going to be talking a lot this week about brain-body connections. So I'm going to begin the program each day with just a few uh, PowerPoint slides. And if we have time, I'm going to close with some very interesting information about brain-body connections that I think are very extremely essential. We're going to learn patterns of eating that make your colon happy. And when your colon is happy, the rest of you is going to go right along. Those messengers of well-being, which we will talk about. So, how many of you uh, have sensed and, uh, and, and just felt in your inner spirit that we are entering into really intense times where we need, we need to turn every setback into a comeback. We need to have our wishbone exchanged for backbone, amen? How many of you feel like you're being pulled through a knot hole? You don't have to raise your hand. But if you're not, somebody you know is. And so we're talking this morning about strength through the storm. I do a lot of public meetings. It's the joy of my life to do public meetings. And I'm seeing more and more people show a greater and greater interest in the truths of God and changing their lives so that they will have strength to get through. Because, you know, here's what we all know that if we are putting our weight on popularity or property or power or whatever it is that we have relied on, those are very heavy weights on very thin wires. And those wires are beginning to snap. And we need to flee to our God. Amen? And we need to teach other people how to do so because he is our only strength. So the Bible says in this world, Jesus said in this world, you will have what? And there's that prayer that Jesus didn't pray. I wish he had, but he didn't. He said, I pray not that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from evil. And we're going to see what some of those brain-body connections are this week, and they are critical. God assures us that one day life storms will be over. He says, cheer up. I have overcome the world. And it begins with him overcoming it in you and in me. Aren't you thankful for that today? And we need the strength to fight this battle. We are not in a playground. We're in a battleground. And God has given us the weapons. Here's the, here are the questions that people have when they come to public meetings. When you go to the grocery store, when you talk to strangers, this is what... This is what people are talking about. This is what they're thinking. This is what they're asking. If there is a God, can he bring growth out of grief? What do you think? Can he bring peace out of pain? He says, I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you and honor you. Can he bring courage out of calamity? 
Can he make miracles out of mistakes? Can he make your train wreck a treasure? Can he bring life out of loss? These things are intensifying in the world today, and God has given us tools to relieve suffering. We can't eliminate it. We are not prognosticators. One of the things that irritates me most about some health presentations is when people give a prescription that is going to cure everything, fix everything, and make you just so slap happy you just won't even be able to stand yourself. Well, that, that really isn't life, is it? But would you agree with me that we can reduce unnecessary self-inflicted suffering? Whether it's in the stewardship realm, the relationship realm, the health realm, God wants to add value to your life at every single level, and I'm really grateful for that. And then what isn't fixed, he gives you grace to shine with whatever that deficit is. I'm thankful for that. How about you? So God has engineered you and me for renewal, restoration, and recovery. If that wasn't true, I would just say, let's just give it up and go to Chuck E. Cheese Pizza right now. I mean, why do this? Why do this? But God has designed the human brain, even in adulthood, with a powerful capacity to do what? Reshape itself, learn, and grow new connections. That is amazing. So he can help us to gain new thinking, new habits, new perceptions, and it creates a little bit of pain, doesn't it? Isn't change, doesn't change involve a little bit of pain? But staying the same causes some pain too, doesn't it? So in either case, there's light at the end of the tunnel. When we go through the discomfort of forming new habits, it creates a little bit of uncertainty. And I've been reading some things on brain resiliency, and uncertainty actually is connected with creativity and joy. And his joy is our strength. So he, 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 he knocks us off the mountain, doesn't he? And makes us uncertain. And our brains are prediction machines. We like things to be certain and done in a certain way. So God creates uncertainty in our lives so that we can be more creative. It's it's a path to resiliency. It's a path to joy. And there is light at the end of the tunnel through the discomfort of change and forming better habits. And that light is Jesus Christ. He says, I am the light of the world. And he wants his light to shine in us. Now, if we choose not to, I run a lot of addiction programs. I was a runaway, drugs, bulimia for 20 years, a whole mess. And so I understand that there's also a light at the end of the tunnel if you choose the pain of staying the same, and it's a train, and it's coming to get you. It's going to run over you. So how many of you right now want to just say yes? Yes to God. Yes. When you show me something new, this doesn't surprise God, but I'm just going to say yes. That's kind of like an Italian contract. You just say yes, an offer that you can't refuse. So... God has engineered you, your brain, with a capacity to reshape itself, learn, and grow new connections. What a blessing that is. I mean, you think about that man at the Pool of Bethesda. He was paralyzed from the neck down with no one to help him for how many years? 38 years. Not a friend in the world. Helpless, hopeless, worthless, paralyzed. The context of the story in John 5 tells us that it was his own course of life that brought him to that place. Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? And he started having fellowship with his troubles, explaining all the problems. And Jesus said, take up your bed, walk. 
He found him later on in the temple, and he said, Behold, to this man, he said, Behold, you are made whole. Go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. What could be worse than being paralyzed from the neck down with no one to help you? What could be worse? Well, I asked my husband Dane that question one time on a business trip, and he didn't even hesitate. He said, being paralyzed from the neck up and not wanting help. That's worse. Thank the Lord he's engineered us for improvement. Jesus said he wants us to have a more abundant life, a more stable life, a more steady life, a stronger life. New nerve cells are born in the brain every day in regions especially affected by depression, stress, and addictions. We're going to discuss that later on this week. I love this promise. We want to walk out of this door and remember this with every human being we come in contact. Although a man may have sunk to the very depths of sin, Christ is able and what? Longs to do what? To deliver. He will set free the captives, captive that is held by what? Weakness and misfortune and the chains of sin. That's whether by chance, choice, or circumstance. So you may have been dealt a really substandard genetic deck. You may have been born into an environment that has really ripped you up. You may have had stuff happen to you that should never happen, and it happened. It wouldn't be sin if it didn't hurt innocent people. And now you're stuck with the results. You may have made choices that are really terrible, but in any and all of those circumstances, God wants to bring resiliency, renewal, and he wants to weaponize. He wants to weaponize your worst weakness so that you can become a soldier of God to invade the enemy's territory and win souls for him. That's the blessing. How many of you believe that? Look at me now and say, amen. All right. It is true. How did I get to be health ministries director? Seriously? I mean, that's not right. No committee on earth would have done that. And he wants to do the same for you. Here, I'm going to stop here so that we can get on with our program. But all who consecrate soul, body, and spirit to God will be constantly receiving a what? A new endowment of physical, mental, and another quote, she says, spiritual power. How many of you would like to take care of get take advantage of that resource that we need today I, I'm, I'm going to just share a couple more slides with you so it's a mind body spirit the way we care for our bodies affects what let's read it together mental health and function including mood memory learning and behavior this is the quote I wanted to share with you this morning this is from Dr. John Rady. He's a psychiatrist from Harvard University who wrote a user's guide to the brain. And he says this, emotion wells up from the brain and body acting how? Together. We cannot separate emotion from cognition or cognition from the body. Separating the body and brain is rapidly coming to be seen as ridiculous. Some scientists are now calling the brain the hardware of the soul. We're going to be discussing systemic inflammation, depression, brain-body connections with inflammation and depression, anxiety, and some of these other disorders, and, and your gut microbiome, and all those kind of fun things this week so that we can learn how to nurture brain-body systems to the best advantage. So with that, I'm going to 
call Nicole. Now, Nicole Braxton, I feel very honored that she and her team have come to help us. She is the founder of Be Well, Be Whole. She's an entrepreneur, but that's just a business way of saying a pa an impassioned missionary for God. She works in the Detroit metro area, and she has done pop-up uh, restaurants. She does evangelism, health evangelism. She's created a beautiful cookbook. It's downloadable, a cuisine for busy people, uh, easy recipes for busy people on the go. Nicole, you hold cooking schools, you've worked with evangelists, she works with needy people who have very little resources and, and just blesses, shows us how to be blessed and to bless others with very few resources. And so I just really wanted to honor you and thank you for your joy of the Lord. She is, has come into the faith through a, a wonderful series of events in her own life. And so we just want to give her a warm welcome as she shares some of her favorite recipes. And I am going to be her sidekick. So, all right. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I am so honored to be here with you. I, it's amazing that Vicki has invited me, and I could never in a million years say that she is my sidekick. I am her sidekick, and I am grateful. <laughs> Um, so I am excited to share with you simple cuisine. Essentially, a lot of times when we think about food, we always think about, you know, how does it taste and, oh, I like this dish and that dish. But sometimes, and research has shown, what we eat can really build up the faculties of our body. What we eat can actually give us the ability to live longer, healthier lives. But ultimately, as believers, we know that this world is perishing. Um, so it's not solely just to live well and to be well, but also so as we're here, we are empowered so that we can share the gospel. We're in good health so we can share powerful things with those around us. So we actually, last weekend, we were at a, um, an event where there was over 3,000 people. And um, so we went right from that, came, uh, got right off the plane, went right to that event, over 3,000 people, and then we're here with you. So God is so good. Um, and what I loved about it is actually balanced living in the tracks. When we actually go to the events, we have resources that we give out to the community. We had a table full of balanced living and flow tracks and, and um, gift from God tracks. Can you believe So this is also a secular event. And, and do you, how do you guys think that went? Do you think they took it or, you know, they're a little hesitant? They took all of it. They took everything we had on our table and took it right away. The food actually allowed it to be the wedge to the gospel. It helped us to build relationships with the community so they're more open to other things, spiritual things. So I just want to thank you for joining me and Vicki this morning. Um, so we're going to talk about simple and sweet meals. And yes, as Vicki shared, this is my cookbook. It's also online. We have the cards, bewellbehold.org. You can um, get the digital copy there. Um, and so let's get ready to cook. So how many of you, I want to get to know you a little bit more. So how many of you love to cook? All right. Oh my gosh, this is intimidating. I have a whole bunch of experienced chefs here. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> how many of you um, like to make meals in like an hour or how many of you guys like to make it shorter? Okay, okay, there we go. Okay, awesome. Well, I have good news for you. Today we're going to start off with an avocado toast. 
which is excellent because it has lots of healthy fats and it is rich in fiber and potassium. So actually, I'm going to do this so you can see this right here. Yes. Okay, there we go. But you don't get a sample. Sorry. So we are going, so I'm just going to start off by um, cutting the avocado. And essentially we're going to remove the pit. It's a little dance sometimes. Um, so I also really like avocados. Um, one, it's really filling as well. So how many of you have packed on some COVID weight? Raise your hands! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You didn't have to do that. Actually, you don't need to raise your hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, I personally, even myself, it's very easy with COVID. We're living more sedentary lives and getting out less. Um, so what I like about the avocado toast, and specifically the avocados, is the fact that it um, has lots of fiber and um, it is very filling. So it's a great it's great for suppressing um, your your appetite and it actually fills you and gives you lots of nutrients. So I'm just removing the skin from the avocado, and I like to create I like to um, have this toast with. Ezekiel bread. Have, how many of you have tried Ezekiel bread before? Awesome. Yeah, I really enjoy that. And I love that scripture is quoted directly on the bag. I brought a bag with me actually right here so that you can see when you go in the store. I like it because it's also sprouted. Um, so there's lots of nutrients and health benefits to Ezekiel bread. You can get that in your local store. Or you can use another whole wheat toast. Um, so I have avocado. Um, so I have two avocados right here, and what I'm going to do now is I'm going to add lime juice. You can get it. You can use a fresh lime, or you can get juice like this. I heard that some of you like to cook quickly, so I also got this for you as well. <laughs> so about three teaspoons of lime because it helps to have a nice zest to your to your dish. So I'll add some teaspoons of lime after doing this for some time. I can measure it with my eye, but don't do this at home. You can actually measure it. Um, also, the next thing that I'll do is mash them together. So I just have two avocados and I mash it. You can also use a masher. I just like to use a fork because it's simple and no matter where you go, you're most likely to find a fork. Great source of fiber, four grams yes. of dietary fiber. Uh, rich in monounsaturated fats, that lime juice is going to increase iron absorption of any vegetables that it's with. So that's relaxing, pain-relieving stuff. Magnesium is needed for more than 350 enzyme functions in the body. And so just this, just this is such good medicine, isn't it? Yeah. Good-tasting medicine. Eating to live. That's How many of you like avocado? Today. All right. How many of you are going to learn to like it? <laughs> okay, for those who didn't like avocado, I will tell you, I personally don't like avocado on its own myself either. And the one, you know, actually one of my friends, um, I'm a very particular, even though I train with a French chef and I cook different meals, I cook all different meals for different people. Um, but I personally am very particular in the food that I eat, um, unfortunately. But you call that picky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very picky. I know. Yeah, I am. 
unfortunately. So when uh, one of my friends was like, oh, try this avocado. I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't really know. So then I tried it, and the consistency just did not feel right for me. So I was like, I don't like it. And then I tried um, uh, guacamole. And it had like lots of seasonings, and, and that's that was my step to actually liking avocado. So this avocado toast, actually, if I don't like avocado, I'm telling you the chances of you liking it are a lot higher than you think. Um, I we made this, we did a wellness retreat, our first wellness retreat in March at Camp Asabo, and we had lots of people from the community. We had believers, non-believers, um, people from different faiths came together for this wellness retreat. And it was a beautiful thing. And one of the things that we made was avocado toast. And one of the guests, they were like, I don't like avocados. Like, I'm telling you, I don't really like it either, but I like this. He tried it, and then he slowly walked up to the kitchen. He's like, okay, do you have the recipe for that? <laughs> so this is a very easy thing. So all I did is I mashed some avocados. You can see this now right here. And then I put some lime juice. And to accent the flavors, so actually I'm also gonna put some pink Himalayan salt. It's less processed. So I'm just gonna do this to accent the flavors, just a dash or so. And I mix that in to give it a little more flavor. And I, I like lime, so I just put a little extra, just like that. <laughs> okay, so the next thing I'm gonna do is just literally put it on toasted Ezekiel bread or your toasted whole wheat bread, and I'll spread it across. Oops. So when I first started this, I trained with um, Chef Miguel Larche, who is amazing, and you probably tried his food at Campo Sabo. I actually trained with him originally in his restaurant in Wichita, Kansas, before he came to Michigan. Um, and it's a purely God thing. I remember I, um, I was impressed. I was asking God, how can I share message of health Actually, not uh, uh, the Sabbath day. How can I share the Sabbath day with your people? I prayed to him once I learned about it and, and how I, I never knew about it. And once, he, once I prayed about it, God showed me a vision. In the vision, there's uh, different things in terms of like, it was like a center and all these different things. And I didn't really know what that meant. And I was trying to break it down. And, um, and then I, he just kept showing food, food, food. And I was like, what am I going to do with food? I was, okay, so I was praying, uh, praying about it. And um, then one of my friends, he's an Adventist, and he said, um, which I was not at the time, and he said, you should go to this event called ASI. It's like, okay, ASI, what is ASI? Yeah, yeah, you, okay. So he said, um, so, so, so what is, I was like, what is ASI? I was like, okay, I'll go. And I was a college student. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so expensive. How am I going to go? I was like, okay, I'm going to go for the day. So I went for the day, and I was like, okay, Lord, I know you have a plan for me, um, but there's all these people. How am I going to know what to do? So I was praying, and as, as I was praying, I was like, please connect me to the people that you would like me to meet so to get this vision going. And one of the people that were there was a, a gentleman named Dave Fiddler. He said that you need to meet uh, Chef Miguel Larche. So I called him, and he was in Kansas. And at the time, we talked back and forth, and finally I went there and trained. And then I remember when I was there, I was like, uh, Chef Miguel, God wants you in Michigan. And he was like, no, no. And uh, by God's grace, it was a couple months after that, then the conference went to him and actually requested him to come to Michigan. 
And now, and then he came to Campus Avila, so I continued my training at Campus Avila. I resigned from my job and went and continued to train with him. And that gave me the foundation. God just led and ordered all our steps. So when I first started making meals, I was making meals as if I was in a commercial kitchen producing, you know, fast-paced meals. And it was a lot of work to just tell someone to go home and do that. So that's why I made simple. So that's why I made simple and sweet recipes. Um, so here is the avocado toast. And for the next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to add some red, um, some crushed red pepper flakes. How many of you like a little spice? Okay, just, and if you don't, just a little dash, you know. So I put a little dash of red pepper flakes. And then on top of that, I, I like to put a little bit of maple syrup. And that is a nice balance. You have a little salty from the avocado. You have a little spice. And so your palate is really satisfied. So I just drizzle a little bit of that on each toast. Yep. And then there's that. And if you want, you could add a, a dash of Himalayan salt if you like. But that is simple and sweet avocado toast. How that The longest part was here in my story. You can make it in five minutes. <laughs> Okay, so that's my dish, and I'm going to go over to Vicki. She's going to make Wowzer waffles. Yeah, you know what? Can you... <laughs> Makes me feel like a movie star. <laughs> okay, not too close. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All these instructions. Okay. Oh, dear. Okay. I'm not stressed. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about, she mentioned whole grain. So you want your, your, your breads to have at least three grams of fiber per slice. We're going to find out as we go along what, how this is involved in creating neurotransmitters that actually influence mood, memory, learning, and behavior. We're not going to talk about that right now. But with that in mind, I want to show you a recipe that I use all the time. I share it with my neighbors. The grandchildren love it. It is my go-to for a healthy, on-the-go, running while my heart is running, my feet are walking, or is it the other way around? No, my heart is walking, the feet are running. Anyway, those okay. kind of days. <laughs> so this is a Krups, uh, I love this Belgian waffle. This is a waffle. This is a Krups waffle iron, and it's good and hot. You want to move it a little bit that way. So these Wowser waffles are amazing. They are very rich in soluble and insoluble fiber. They have omega-3 fatty acids, and I actually did a nutritional analysis, and the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 is one to one, and healthy is four to one, omega-6 to omega-3. So these are super happy, healthy brain food, and they are actually delicious. They freeze well, they're rich in fiber-resistant starch, including, but especially, um, especially soluble fiber in the oats. So here's, here's the way this works. Can they see the blender too? Yes. I just did this in Fresno. I did 13 hours of taping for some TV, and we had all these demos, and somebody brought in a waffle iron for me that, that I did not know how to open or work. <laughs> so that's out there now. <laughs> uh, and the stage crew had to come and figure it out. This waffle iron, I know how to work because it's mine. So I love the Belgian waffler because it cooks deep. Oh, I'm not going to do this part yet. Let's put our ingredients together. You have this recipe. This is uh, three cups of regular oats. And we are pouring it with one cup of whole grain flour. And 
one third cup of cornmeal. The cornmeal is actually going to give it this amazing consistency so that there's no gummy texture to it. So I love it. And now I'm going to put in the, uh, I'm putting in two tablespoons of honey and two tablespoons of earth balance in this recipe. This is very, it's variable. You can do what you want. And it's still going to be amazing, no matter what. But if you do what I'm telling you, it's going to work. <laughs> and there's almost nothing that I measure, almost nothing when I cook. But this, I actually, these measurements work. Awesome. Okay, so that's why I'm telling you. Now this is the secret sauce for this recipe. Mm. Two tablespoons each of hemp, chia, and flaxseed. You don't have to grind the flax because you're going to blend it in the blender, but this is very rich. You can do two, four, six tablespoons of anything, but I love the mixture of these different seeds, and you will not get high on hemp seeds. <laughs> okay, it's what they make rope out of. It's not the other thing. So, and now I'm putting in a little bit of salt. I'm adding a little cinnamon. It's in your recipe, a little bit of baking powder that's optional. Now I'm going to add water and blend it. Now, when you have these fabulous sources of soluble fiber, which are in these seeds and in the oats, what's going to happen as the mixture sits? It's going to thicken. So what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to add water gently, carefully. Uh, and this is my Mighty Machine. It's a Vitamix. My dear friend Petra's here. I had a, a, a Vitamix that kept breaking, and she encouraged me that uh, well, it's a it's a poor carpenter that blames his tools. We do need some good tools. That's true. I have very little equipment in my house, but this Vitamix goes with me when I move. So I'm going to try to do this backwards, and I don't know if it's going to work. Now we're going to just pour this in. It's rather watery. I put a little bit too much water in, but it doesn't matter. It's actually going to thicken perfectly. Um, so I'm going to let this thicken for a minute. Do you have another recipe that you're going to do? Yeah. So while this thickens, uh, because I put too much water, it's going to be perfect, I promise you. Especially because we're in front of all these people. Um, we're going to make this waffle after Nicole's next recipe. Okay. Excuse me for licking my finger. I'm going to go wash it right now. All right. Thank you. It's good. This is going to be good. <laughs> All right, now for the next part, you've got waffles. You have avocado toast. That's a simple thing you could do. Um, you could have that. You could have fruit first. You could have your avocado toast. Um, the next thing, if you let's say if you want to have a, um, a waffle, and now we can complement that with an omelet. So how many of you like omelets? Yes. Um, there's a product. You can make your omelet mix out of, um, from an extract of... Um, chickpeas or garbanzo beans, so you can definitely do that. I also am on the go, so I'm making it out of just egg today, but you could, you could personally, you can make it from scratch from um, extract from garbanzo beans. Um, so I'm going to start this off with a little bit of vegan butter. Um, you can buy it at a health food store. Um, they, you, they have it in powdered form. Um, you could also make it from scratch. There's different recipes you can find online. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, and then you just essentially just mix it, and then it actually does make an egg consistency. Another thing, fun fact, is if you take the liquid from canned garbanzo beans and you whip it, it actually whips into a nice, um, like, cream um, that you can actually put on top of different desserts. So it's multifaceted. Um, so what I'm going to, there's one knife. There's a knife. <laughs> So I'm going to put a little bit of vegan butter and allow that to um, just coat the pan. Or you could just use a non-stick pan and not use any butter at all. The next thing that I'm going to do So you're is, using tofu? Right? Um, I'm using a vegan butter and then I'll use just egg. No, but I mean, isn't there a tofu thing you're doing? Um, I, I, yeah, I will be doing tofu uh, later Wait, this oh. week, yes. Oh, you're fine, you're fine, yes. It, it will be coming, it will be coming. Interrupting again. You're That's fine. That's what I do. Um, so I'm using, this is the consistency of just egg. I'm going to put a little bit of uh, seasoned salt in it, just a dash. Where do you buy it? Um, you could buy it at like Kroger. Really? Um, I get Kroger, uh, Better food, Health Foods, Trader Joe's, different things like that. Great. Sorry? Do you have the package with you by any chance? I have the bottle with me. Yeah, yeah. let's, oh, there she goes. Um, yeah. I, I need the cutting board out there. The cutting board. No kidding. So you can make your own egg recipe with mung, I've had mung bean patties that I, are I fabulous. That is awesome, okay. Great, so thank you. So this is the bottle that I'm using. And so I usually, um, okay. Oh, thank you. There we go. It's getting a debut. Um, so yeah, this is just egg. This is what I use, but you can actually make it from scratch um, where you can have larger portions for a, a bigger crowd. Um, so I've got this going, um, and then I put a little bit, of, thank you. And can I have a knife, please? Um, so I have the, the, the just egg here. So I put a little bit of seasoner salt. I'm just gonna mix this together, thank you. And then I'm also gonna put chives to give it some flavor and taste, and I'll cut this up as well. Um, you probably, oh, you can see, great. Um, so I'm just going to cut my chives. And then I'm gonna put some red bell peppers as well. Um, and that will go in the inside of the omelet. So these are good hot, they're good cold. Yes. Put them in a sandwich, in a pita pocket, a wrap, over rice. It's a nice protein source. Yes. All right, so we've got this ready to go. So I'm going to pour. And I also am going to add nutritional yeast flakes to give it a nice cheesy Available at the grocery store. Yes, this is available. Now, the great thing is Nutritional Yeast Flakes is carried more in more stores. You can even get it at Walmart, Kroger, um, health food stores. That's a great thing with the rise of plant-rich foods. You can get them in a lot of places now. But um, Trader Joe's, Kroger, Walmart. Um, so put a dash of that. So now I'm going to allow it to rise a bit. And on one side, I'm going to put my chives. Actually, I'm going to put my chives throughout. And then in one side, I'm going to put 
red bell peppers. It just is so beautiful because you have a little bit of saltiness and then a little sweet from the red bell peppers. So it just is, is an explosion in your mouth. It's amazing. It's really, really flavorful. Um, and then I'm going to add a little bit of vegan cheese. Shredded vegan mozzarella. You can get this from Kroger. Um, you could definitely get it from health food stores in your local area. And if you don't want to use uh, shredded vegan cheese, which is more cost-effective, is definitely the nutritional yeast. You could just use extra nutritional yeast flakes, which also has B12 vitamins in it. So all of this is going to lower systemic inflammation. Eight out of ten American adults have systemic inflammation. And when, when the body is insulin resistant, then that affects the brain. It gets into inflammation. So these alternatives to inflammatory foods are going to have a profound effect over time on mood, memory, learning, behavior, gut microbiota. So it's really, these little choices make a very big difference. And so now it will rise. And if you want, Vicki, we can want go me to, to do yours. My yes, now? yes. <laughs> and I can hold your mic. Oh, you're fine. We all do this. Okay, this is it looks gorgeous. thick. It's perfect right now. Here we go. Perfect. <laughs> I just love this. All right, so what I'm going to do here is I'm using a regular spray. I don't use the, um, the ones that have the aerosol because it negates the, uh, the warranty mm. on nonstick. So I, I only have to do this once. I give it a little pump. And now I'm going to... Put Whoa. my waffles in. They're gorgeous. That's thick They're and good. They're going to be so delicious. I, they freeze beautifully. And I actually have had them as savory. You can put something savory. I, they're really good just by themselves with nothing on them. But you can put stuff on them too. And you know the, you know the, uh, you know the, uh, the drill. Okay, so we put good stuff on these, right? Slices of apple with some nut butter. Awesome. Out the door with a great breakfast. So somebody needs to time this for seven and a half or eight minutes. Somebody will do that for me. All right. Now, um, while this is still um, cooking, the next thing I will make show you how to make is overnight oats. So you can get a mason jar. Um, if you like to eat it cold, you can just get a regular mason jar. Here we go. Um, and But if you want to microwave it, get a microwavable safe jar um, that you can put in the microwave, which is important. Um, so for this, how many of you have made overnight oats before? Awesome. Yeah, I really like it. It's very easy. You can just you know make it and go. So for this, I'm going to use one cup of almond milk. You also could swap it out with your favorite milk as well. Oh, this omelet smells so good. Can you guys smell? Is it traveling? Okay. If not, I will bring the pan around so you can see it. <laughs> All right. So some almond milk I will add first. And then I'm going to also add some old-fashioned rolled oats. It is just really cooking. Okay. This is great. Do you see how that looks just like egg? Isn't that wild? Um, all right, so now I'm going to add some old-fashioned rolled oats. Precisely a cup of it. All right, nice. so we have this in there, and I'm going to also add 
omelet is making me nervous. Let me check on this. So having things ready ahead of time, uh, my colleague Evelyn says halt. Avoid being overly hungry, angry or anxious, lonely or tired. That's when we really take a deep dive in the wrong direction. So planning ahead, having your roughage ready, thinking ahead, having a, something easy, quick, inexpensive uh, can, can save the day. Have you had that experience? We're just having planned ahead a little bit. Oh, that's beautiful. Look at that. Thank you. Yeah, it didn't, it's, it's still going, it didn't flip as, as, as beautiful as I want. It's going to still cook a little bit longer, and then I'll flip it officially. Um, so the next thing, so we've got the oats. I'm going to add some vanilla um, extract into this to give it a nice flavor. Uh, the next thing I'm going to add is I'm going to add a teaspoon of nutmeg as well. So these foods that we're showing you today are very rich in soluble fiber, and soluble, soluble can be a little deceiving, the term. It sounds like digestible, but it isn't. Solubility has to do with the water-holding capacity of the grain. And so the more the water-holding capacity, you've got quick oats, instant oats, regular rolled oats, oat, oat groats, which is, looks like chicken feed, and then you know the whole oat. Uh, so the steel-cut oats, we're going to show you something with steel-cut oats this week as well. So the water holding capacity has to do with the volume satiety, how long the, uh, the fiber components stay in the small intestine, so it lowers blood sugar, lowers insulin, and has slow-release nutrition. It actually delays the return of hunger. All right. So That's now, beautiful. thank you. Can I smell it for you? Yes. Yes, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Um, so now we've got the nutmeg, and then we also have chia seeds that we're going to add in here as well. Um, I really like this. So overnight, actually, the chia seeds will um, absorb the liquid, so you'll have another consistency. Also has lots of fiber. Um, omega threes. Omega 3s They're excellent for source of omega threes. It's really wonderful. Um, and so I have this in there, and now these are the three main base ingredients. So yes. what I will do now is you can you can definitely stir it, but I'll just shake it together and then allow this to sit overnight. Um, and then the next day, what you can do, um, actually one other thing I will add is um, maple syrup or agave nectar to it. So I add just a little bit of that for sweetness, natural sweetness. It also has manganese in maple syrup, um, which is also really good for your body. Um, so I'm going to shape this together and let it sit in the refrigerator overnight and then you will have your dish. So what once it's done, once it comes out, I like to top it with peaches. Um, so you can put fresh peaches on there as well and you can also add um, pecans, toasted pecans and, and you can toast that and add a little bit of syrup on that. So that is it. And so it's wonderful. We're oh. on to yours. Yes. Two minutes? Two minutes? Okay. Two, seven minutes and seven and a half minutes we're going. Okay. We're at seven minutes right now? Okay. I don't have yeah, a plate. To get to seven and oh. a half? Okay. Thank you, guys. All right. So um, can I have some of the chives? Are there any questions? <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> can you eat that? <laughs> The blender. You know, I wish we had a staff and, you know, the whole deal. By the way, Nicole runs a nonprofit, and if you would like to donate to her nonprofit, 
then she will send you a receipt. And Yes, sir. Well, that's a good question. What? If you what don't like eggs, then don't, don't make this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine scrambling it with some asparagus, you know, some of these great foods, some chopped spinach or kale. You can do all kinds of things. Put it in a pita pocket and you have an amazing lunch. Can you zoom in on this? Okay, great. This is our star that right now for the moment. So we've got a little okay, omelet going. Are we ready for this? Yeah. Oh. Regular. Yeah. Use them. Yeah. Yep. It still has four grams of fiber. It's just that the it's a little bit more clipped, and so the digestibility changes a little bit. It's just, but yeah, use it up and then get the other. Just use the good stuff. Yes. It actually tastes good. <laughs> Well, you can make your own. Uh, you know, we have great cashew cheeses and stuff like that. So, yeah, some of them are quite rich, aren't they? That's a good point. So, you, sparing. If you're going to use those, use them sparingly. I like the homemade cheeses real well. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I have made this for my granddaughter. She has celiac, and I've made this. Is that for me? Can I get a plate? Yes. So I have made this gluten-free for my granddaughter. You can buy oats that have been grown in a wheat-free field, which is a step you have to do. There are about five different types mm -hmm. of celiac. Some of them are very serious and associated with neurologic diseases. So thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you can make them gluten-free. It's fun, easy to do, and they're just as good. Oh, I need a fork. Well, this is our last to compliment um, her dish. She, um, Vicki also talked about fresh fruit. So we're going to make a quick smoothie. And for it, I'm using almond milk. And I'm also going to use um, frozen mangoes. And then I'm also going to use frozen blueberries, which are excellent for your brain health. Thank you. And anti-filled with. My yes. husband called it elastic acid. You need this. <laughs> Blueberries. I'm using a little coconut sugar instead. You can replace it with honey if you like. And then I'm using um, old-fashioned rolled oats. This is my favorite. So I, I, if you'll look at the recipes, you'll notice a lot of similar similarities. It's essentially, I like to make it easy for you. Like once you get it, you, you're able to, you know, use the same things over and over. You don't have to just That's keep, right. so this is, you'll notice old-fashioned oats are my, my thing that I like. So Hey, wouldn't that make a nice light supper? Yes. Instead of... Hungry Howies. This is right. <laughs> All right. So, Vicki, I'm new to your machine, so I'm... Oh, yeah. Uh, I think... Do I just do... Oh, wow. Yours is amazing. Okay. It's the equivalent of a Dodge Ram. <laughs> When you're making up your um, waffle batter, if you have a, a, a less strong blender, I don't know how to put that, but just put the ingredients in a bowl and blend them a little bit at a time. Okay. Yum. This is an amazing smoothie. You can put it in a bowl. You can put fresh fruit on top of it. You can put some coconut flakes. Yeah. See? Approved. Vicky approved. Yeah. I like to put frozen uh, cherries in mine. I always have a stash of frozen cherries. They're strongly anti-inflammatory. 
They're just amazing. With those blueberries, you'll just be so bright, you'll be able to understand everything you read. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and also blueberries give you, um, I notice having smoothies in the morning gives me lots of energy. Sometimes my coworkers are like, um, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm just fueled up. So thank you so much for listening to us talk about plant-rich foods, how you can thrive. And we have lots of presentations that are coming throughout the week and we're super excited. And I have a surprise for you um, during this week, but keep coming. We are super excited to have you here. I'm gonna hand it over to Vicki. We want your mental engine to purr instead of ping, amen? The battle is not for the bulge, it's for the brain. It's not about weight control, it's about appetite control. That's a brain thing, amen? All right, let's stand up and we'll have prayer. And remember to bring your recipe book back um, for the next classes. The printouts. Nicole, would you close Sure, yes. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, thank you so much for um, allowing us to learn more about how we can take care of our bodies. Lord, we also pray that you help and bless every single person here, um, no matter what they are struggling with or what they're looking to learn and gain from this whole camp meeting. We, Lord, we just pray that your holy angels will bless them and order their steps. May you help them to thrive and have the victory. We love you, Lord, and we praise you for this moment, and we pray that you continue to lead and guide us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 22 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcasts.